What's up, Palm Harbor? We are back for another episode, and this time we are going to be highlighting three of our most downloaded episodes this year. So the top three episodes, downloaded episodes this year, we're going to kind of revisit those and and highlight those businesses, those business owners again. You know, I was feeling still feeling grateful after the events of Hurricane Ian this this past week. And, um, you know, you kind of have that realization of what could have been if things were just a little bit different after seeing the devastation. Um, and it's not anything new. Like if you live in Florida, this is a, a yearly occurrence. But um, you always feel grateful uh, when you um, when your home is still standing right at the end of the day. So so feeling grateful, I kind of wanted to um, just show my gratitude to some of our most downloaded episodes, some of our most popular business owners that have been on the podcast and kind of highlight them again and, and kind of just share something that stood out to me in their episode. So that's what we're going to do. I've chosen um, a clip from each of the episodes that um, that is something uh, that I think stand, stands out to me, like I said. So let's jump right into it and highlight some of our guests. Welcome to another episode of Palm Harbor Local. I'm your host, Florida native and real estate ninja, Donnie Hathaway. You know, I started this podcast because I'm extremely passionate about connecting you with the people and the local businesses that make Palm Harbor so special. Palm Harbor, Florida is a great place to live, work, and play. It has everything you could dream of, from the food, the outdoors, the lifestyle, to the people in the community. I wanted to create a podcast that connected the community and inspired everyone to live better. To join this community and stay up to date on all things Palm Harbor, visit my website. It's palmharborlocal.com and sign up there to join the locals. And remember, together, we keep Palm Harbor local. Okay, so our first clip is going to be with Rob Getz, who is the owner of Paradise Flooring Solutions right here in Palm Harbor. They recently opened up their own um, a, a physical location right here in Palm Harbor at Tampa Road and County Road 1. Um, Rob is, once you meet Rob, he's just one of those people. He's just a good people, right? One of those people that you just, you're, you're you know, lucky to be around, happy to be around. And uh, it's just good to know Rob. You know, one thing that stood out to me when I when I first met him was just his his story of overcoming his own personal challenges um, and doing that, and then you know his ability and willingness to openly share the challenges that he's went through and how he's kind of overcome them, and and you know came out on the other side and and started his business and everything. So. Uh, Rob, like I said, is just an, an awesome guy and someone you you want to know. So if you haven't met him, visit his store right there at Tampa Road and County Road 1, Paradise Flooring Solutions, and uh, check out this clip. So why don't we start with uh, with your company, so Paradise Flooring Solutions, and just kind of talk a little bit about that and kind of what you guys do there. Sounds great. All right, so uh, Rob Getz, owner of Paradise Flooring Solutions. I started uh, Paradise Flooring Solutions uh, March 15th will be three years that I walked out of my old job 
Uh, I didn't have a plan. I didn't know what I was going to do. Uh, I've been in flooring um, personally for 21 years. So okay. I grew up in Palm Harbor, Palm Harbor local, right? So Crazy. I went to Palm Harbor Middle, Palm Harbor High. Uh, my family owned a flooring company in Palm Harbor. So, uh, you know, grew up in the business. Um, you know, parents did very well for a long time. 2009 hit. They had, you know, some marital issues. There were issues with the economy, all this stuff. And my dad came to me one day. He's like, we're shutting down. And after 20 years, shut the doors. Wow. And so, yeah, it left me w without a home, without a job, you know. And, and uh, I had just bought a house a year earlier. So I had a lot of financial responsibilities, you okay. know. Um so I started serving tables and, um, you know, I had like a little carpet cleaning business that I could do on the side, but okay. I, I hit the reset button. You know, I grew up thinking I'm going to take over the family business, yeah. you know, and then all of a sudden that, that went away. And, uh, at the time it was devastating, but it wound up being the best thing that ever happened to me. So we didn't have any investors. There were no loans. It was all money that we had earned from, from day one. And that's yeah. how I wanted it to be. And awesome. I stepped out on my own and God willing, I, I put my, my trust in God and, uh, we're, we're coming up on three years and it, it's been an amazing ride. So let's talk about, um, so you're one of, one of the few who have actually like grown up in Pinellas County and, and lived here most of your life. Lived um, here. Yeah, for, yeah. Since, uh, I moved here when I was six from New York there you go, yeah. and, um, you know, I remember growing up and in Palm Harbor, you know, I went to Palm Harbor University and okay. we used to call it PHUtopia, you know, because it's just like <laughs> this little amazing gem, Palm yeah. Harbor, Florida. I mean, the name in itself, you have the most beautiful area in the world. The rest of the world is starting to notice it now. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And you could tell in the property values, as, as you sure. know, you know, For and, sure. but Palm Harbor is a special place, you know, yeah. and uh, I grew up there and, and I love it. And I grew up, you know, I, I, I went, I played sports in Dunedin when when I was young because the neighborhood I lived in was like, you know, um, Dunedin schools and Dunedin sports. And then okay. we moved like a quarter mile north. And uh, the, the neighborhood I live in now is the neighborhood I grew up in. Right. So crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's really cool. Like during the pandemic, a house came for sale behind the house I grew up in and we live there in Palm Harbor now. And that's awesome. But I lived in Clearwater for a decade. Yeah. Um, I couldn't afford Palm Harbor when I was 23. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then uh, I lived in Clearwater and then we lived in Safety Harbor for four years. And, you know, our, our oldest, who's in kindergarten now, I said, well, you know, my wife's from Minnesota and in Minnesota, all the schools are good. And I was like, well, that's a little different down here. Yeah. You know, I'm like Palm Harbor has the best school zone and, and that's undebatable, you know, yeah. for public schools. Right. So, yeah. um, I wanted, and plus I wanted to be closer to the water, nothing against safety Harbor, but you've got the bay there. You don't really use it, you know, and I wanted to be closer to yeah. the water that we could utilize. All right, so our next guest that we're going to be highlighting is Linda Boosinger, who is the owner of Restoration Design Pros. And if you have, um, if you were looking to remodel a space or redesign a space, then you definitely need to reach out to Linda. The work that she does is, it, it's it's hard to put into words, you know, what uh, what she does with a, with a home and the attention to detail, her unique design style and stuff is is pretty awesome to see. So this episode we actually recorded um, in her home, which is an old historic home that she um, completely remodeled and added to in, in downtown Dunedin. Um, so if you've seen any of the restored historic homes in downtown Dunedin, you can imagine what this one is, is like. But um, like I said, if you are looking to redesign a, a space or remodel a, a home, 
um, then check out Restoration Design Pros and check out this clip from Linda. Okay, uh, Linda Boosinger, obviously. Um, I own Restoration and Design Professionals, and we literally uh, specialize in everything from renovation to interior design, but we especially um, look at houses that need a complete renovation. And I'm very involved in the Historic Preservation Advisory Committee here in Dunedin, so uh, historic homes are my thing specifically. Yeah. So what do, what do you enjoy about the histor- uh, historic homes then? Well, usually it's, uh, they're ready to be torn down <laughs> or people are very, you know, the land is very valuable here. So people want to come in and, and they want to tear it. Yeah. Yes. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Want to come in and tear it down and build something. So I kind of talk to people about trying to preserve what they can from it. I'm not trying to save everything, but just try to preserve what you can, the footprint and kind of mm-hmm. go from there. And yeah. you can kind of tell by my own home going from what was a rental for 15 years yeah. can become a really nice home. Yeah. And you can, um, I think having the vision too, you know, some people just don't have the vision to like, yeah. how can this, how can this be expanded or how can we make this work for our family? Yeah, no, I hear that all the time and everybody has their talent and, you know, yeah. I can definitely walk into a room or a home and see it completely done paint colors, everything. I can just visualize how it's going to look. With yeah. The end. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so you started this business, um, what, like a year ago, year and a half ago. Right. So for 30 years, I owned an event planning and conference business and I was in the middle of a huge, actually the largest sustainability conference in the world and COVID hit. <laughs> so I had to quickly, okay, can't do that. The conference got canceled and I've had this business for years because for 30 years, uh, simultaneously, I've been renovating my own homes. I buy a home, I live in it, I restore it or renovate it while I am living there, mm-hmm. and then I sell it. Um, so I already had this business. I've wanted to do it a long time. But of course, every time I thought, oh, I'll do this for a living, a conference would come along or an event would come along. And so you'd be busy with I'd that. be busy with that. Okay. So anyway, I was able to do this full time. And thank God, since I've done it so many times in the area, um, that first year of doing it, completely word of mouth, not a dollar in advertising, um, and in a man's world, <laughs> the man being construction, um, mm-hmm. I was able to break six figures in the first year. Yeah. We were really slammed. That's crazy. Yeah. During a time when, you know, um, obviously COVID and things are changing, people are moving and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Exactly. And that's why I say that because it, it was busy. You yeah, know, and even trying to, and we know where to get things because people can't find cabinets or appliances, or you know, we know sort of where to find those hidden gems yeah. of of uh, vendors. So let's talk about the the market a little bit and and kind of real estate and kind of what you've experienced over the last um, two, I guess almost two years now, mm-hmm. which is kind of crazy and, and things changing. Like, are you seeing anything um, different um, as like? customers coming to you and spending more money or what, what are you seeing there? Um, yeah, I don't know where they're coming from, but yeah. like California, I guess, Canada, I'm not yeah. sure, but yeah, they're coming in there. Um, the houses for the most part, everyone's buying new houses and they want to renovate them. Um, it, I mean, we're all over the place. I mean, we do $200,000 houses to, you know, multi-million dollar houses. Yeah. So we're not, still the same to me as it was when I started. Yeah. Because okay. we treat everybody the same. I don't mean to, you know what I mean? Yeah, you yeah. just have different wants and needs, you know. Yeah. Your budget just dictates that. But yeah. 
so you haven't seen um so as far as like the um i guess like the the renovations that people are doing are, are still same. the same mm-hmm. yeah that hasn't yeah. changed yeah right? yeah it's Maybe yeah they, things are a little bit easier i mean still you know trying to get a sofa it's going to take you nine months yeah but for the most part so supplies we and have materials, access that's, that's, yeah I mean, we everyone, have access yeah. to things now yeah, yeah moving sure. right along yeah that's good to have some of that stuff back in place, <laughs> yeah. right yeah. right exactly yeah um so so what do you want to, so now that this business, now you're a year and a half in or whatever, like, what do you, what do you plan to do next? Um, do you have any, any future plans to, to kind of grow? Are you going to keep like doing what you're doing with the, you know, renovating the homes and that sort of stuff. And then obviously you have your home here that you're, you're finishing out, um, any, any future plans? Um, yeah, I mean, I want to finish this one out and you know, as soon as that person comes with the paycheck, I'm happy to sell yeah. it. Um, and go on to the next one. But I you may not be able to tell right now, but actually I want to do more uh, motivational speaking, more encouraging, especially women, but any young person. Um, been doing, like I said, I've been in business a very long time, yeah. multiple businesses, purchased, sold. So I just want to share that more. So um, more people have been kind of following me um, on my Instagram or uh, face, Facebook and mm-hmm. me want to get more into sort of sharing my wisdom, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> Not necessarily about houses, but that too. So right, right. I kind of really, that's where I want to be. Just kind of like life lessons that you've learned. Yeah, and, exactly. And through, through mm-hmm. operating businesses. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I mean, I've always been very involved with, especially the city of Dunedin. I mean, on, you know, been on all the boards and the committees and, mm-hmm. you know, done a lot. I mean, I've literally since 1997, I was on, um, on the event chair for the centennial when Dunedin celebrated its hundredth birthday in 1999. I was very involved with everything that they did. Um, but now I just want to kind of do something, something else for a Mm -hmm. while. What's up, Palm Harbor? It's your host, Donnie Hathaway. If you are looking to stay up to date with all things Palm Harbor, then visit my website. It's palmharborlocal.com. Super simple. You can sign up there, join the locals, where I'll be sharing more information on local events, local history, and what's happening in Palm Harbor. You know, I really want to create and add more value to you as a listener for spending your valuable time tuning into my podcast. So join me there, keep listening, and remember, together, we keep Palm Harbor local. All right. So our last guest that we're highlighting in this episode is Christy Moody, who is the um, owner of uh, Acton Academy Palm Harbor, which is a a private school in Palm Harbor. Now, when we um, recorded the episode with Christy, she was in the planning phases still of um, of Acton Academy and hasn't they they had 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 not opened doors yet. They have since opened their doors um, in August for their first school year. Uh, it's for ages um, four to sixteen currently, and she has plans to expand on that. But, um, you know, Christy is, is another just great human, great person to, to know if you don't know Christy, you, you know, and kind of one thing that stood out to me in her episode was just her experience in, um, in education, right? She has experience in all different levels of education, different school systems and, and different, um, uh, different levels of education and, you know, her ability to recognize that something wasn't right with, with the, that current system that, that she was in and, and that she wanted to do something to change that. And then, you know, also having the, the willingness and the motivation to actually go through and, and do that change, create this, 
um, this school, this acting academy and bring it to Palm Harbor, uh, is, is pretty special. So it's, it's pretty cool to see what she's doing. They also do a children's, um, a children's fair where they business fair, where they, the businesses or the children have the ability to create a small business and they have, uh, this fair like every quarter, every six months, something along those lines, but there's one coming up at the end of October. And, um, it's pretty cool to, you know, see that the, the children go through, create a product, they have to sell it. And, um, you know, they basically create a little business and, and can, you know, generate a good amount of money depending on, on how successful they are. So it's, it's cool for the children to kind of go through that, experience that. And it's just cool to, to have something like this in, in Palm Harbor. So check out Christy in her episode and check out one of my favorite clips from her episode here. Um, I'm super excited about this conversation. We, we met recently and chatted a little bit. Um, but I'm excited to share it with everyone else and kind of what you're doing and, and that sort of stuff. So um, Juan, just thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. And and then the second part of that is, I guess let's start off I, by, you know, kind of going into your, your background a little bit, it, you know, kind of what you're doing right now and then what you're also working on uh, coming up here. So I have been an educator for the last 16 years. I was a first grade teacher for five years, and then I became an assistant principal and a principal in some really innovative schools, um, a magnet school in St. Pete. I was a principal at a school that was in need of turnaround for three years, and we successfully got a passing grade on the Florida grading system, and I've been at a Title I school for the past three years. So I had a lot of experience in education. Mm -hmm. As a mom, I started asking questions about, is this the best I can offer for my children? Um, So I had read about Acton Academy. It's a really small micro school. And when I originally learned about them, they were pretty small. They were a couple years in, in Austin, Texas, and it was a family that created a school for their children. So I sort of borrowed some of their ideas for my schools. And the idea that children have that innate genius and they are so creative and we need to give them the opportunities to express that uninhibited um, was really interesting to me. Fast forward a few years. um, I think the pandemic pushed me to ask the question is, am I giving as much as I can give to the, to my children? Um, And the, the question I, I answered for myself was, I think there's another way to do it. I think we'll always need public education, but I think we need more. So Hence, Acton Academy Palm Harbor was born. Um, So we will be launching this fall. And in conjunction with that, we're offering a children's business fair in Palm Harbor, which is just a cool opportunity for children to showcase their entrepreneurial skills. Um, Some children have businesses that they've established over a couple of years. Some are just coming up with ideas. And they're ready to jump in and just sort of see what happens. Like the rest of us who are, who are kind of embracing that entrepreneurial mindset. Yep. Yep. So that's pretty cool. So um, I, I definitely want to talk about the business fair. So we'll, we'll come circle back to that. But um, I want to ask you, like, what was it um, like growing up? Was it, was it education always something that you wanted to do? Or what is it about the education that you um, are so passionate about? I ever really asked myself the question. When I graduated from high school, I knew I was going to college. 
I wasn't really sure what I wanted to study. And I used to say like, maybe in a few years, I'll want to be a teacher. So I got accepted to the Coast Guard Academy. I played basketball in, in high school and a girl on my team said, oh, I'm applying to the Coast Guard Academy. And I said, oh, that sounds interest- interesting. <laughs> so I got in and I was sort of surprised. So, so I went to the academy and played basketball and had a really interesting experience. You know, I, I got to spend two years on a ship sailing around the Caribbean and I worked at the Office of Law Enforcement in Miami. So I had all of these interesting experiences, but I really sort of missed having roots somewhere where I had a family outside of work. Mm-hmm. So I said, maybe I should be a teacher. So while I was in the Coast Guard, I did my master's degree and I got my teaching certificate and I really loved it. I loved teaching children how to read. I loved seeing a child that was really struggling and then figuring out what worked for them and watching them like sort of start to believe in themselves. It was nice to see families, Mm. their children were loved for who they were, Um, you know, all, all the eccentricities and all the talents. So, you know, naturally I'm bossy. I have been bossing my little sister around for my whole life. So my leadership skills to her, you know, being so nice and sweet and allowing me to do that to her. So I said, of course I need to be a principal. So (laughs) kept going and ended up here. So I, I do love being a principal. I do love supporting teachers, but my real love is helping children unlock their potential. And I really want to get back to the root and the heart of that work. And I also think we have children that take unintended messages from us in the traditional school system because they're not exactly compliant, because they don't fit the mold, because it takes them a little longer to become readers and they start to think they're not smart or they start to think, you know, they're different and, and not in a good way. So they're not really feeling that growth mindset. And I do think Acton sort of has that creativity and that freedom to say, we believe in you. We're not going to answer your questions. We're going to ask you another question to make you think. And we're going to give you the space to explore, to see failure as a gift and an opportunity and to sort of discover your passion so that, you know, maybe you know what you want to study Thank you again for listening to another episode of Palm Harbor Local. I really hope you got a ton of value out of today's episode. Now, if you're looking to connect with the guest or just get more information on the episode, then you can check the description below. I'll have all the links in the episode as well as a link back to my website. It's palmharborlocal.com where you can stay up to date on what's going on with the podcast and sign up there to join the locals. Let's get after it this week. And remember, together, we keep Palm Harbor Local.